Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Nintendo Chit Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Ray. This is episode 46 for May 30th, 2020. Make sure you guys hit that like button for us. Give us your comments below and subscribe. This podcast is available audio only on SoundCloud, Player FM, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and more. So give us a follow there. Let's get started. All right, it's time to bring on our writer and editor over at NintendoReport.com, Samantha Leinhardt. Samantha, welcome back to the podcast. We were just talking before we started recording here uh, how busy of a week it was for releases. Yes. Well, kind I was of insane. writing up the uh, releases, I just kept saying, wow, all of that is coming out this week. <laughs> yeah, so if you guys aren't playing games, um, what's with you? <laughs> so, so we had uh, Shantae and the Seven Sirens, which brought the series back to its uh, Metroidvania style. We've got Bug Fables, which is an indie game in the style of the classic Paper Mario games. We've got uh, Xenoblade Definitive Edition, which of course has the new epilogue as well. Yes. And then we've got the Borderlands Collection and the Bioshock Collections and XCOM and just all sorts of things. Everything coming out in the end of the week here. Yeah, a whole bunch of different genres. So if you like something a little bit different, I'm sure it's here this week for you in the in the eShop somewhere. So. Um, <laughs> These Borderland collections, I forget, do they actually get physical releases as well as at all eShop releases? Oh boy, I'm not sure, because there, there's two different collections too. Yeah. I'm not sure if then that got a physical release or if it's only digital. Yeah, I think it's digital, but I'll have to look it up just in case. I wasn't quite sure. But yeah, 29th year yesterday, uh, there's like 15 games there <laughs> just alone. We had about over oh, 25 games in, in total. Physical collection of the Borderlands Legendary Collection, which is the one that includes, uh, I think, all three. Okay, cool. I may have to pick that up. Gotcha. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, a few of the others here. Also, Missile Command Recharge, which is like a remake of the original Missile Command, came out on the 27th. Um, the DLC for uh, Mortal Kombat 11 came out as well earlier this week. And also Minecraft Dungeons, so quite a busy week here. Again, if you find something in here, you have to find something you like. Otherwise, you're not a gamer <laughs> <laughs> for this week, worth of releases. So check out those on NintendoReport.com for the weekly releases on Nintendo Switch. Samantha, how was the week as far as news goes? For the news, uh, it's a little slow again. Another one like last week where there's some announcements, but just not a lot of big news. Yeah, so I guess we're getting close to the E3 kind of, you know, what E3 would have been in a week or two here. So we'll see if anything gets announced as far as big titles go. But yeah, kind of a slow week, I guess, overall. I looked up this franchise here, Goosebumps, is in the news here. I didn't realize this goes back almost 25 years now from the original yes, game. Yes, yes, that series has been around for a long time. Yeah, so what do we have here, Samantha? Yeah, so this is a new game that was just announced called Goosebumps Dead of Night. And so this is uh, based on the Goosebumps stories, and the basic idea is that uh, one of the monsters escaped from the book and has gathered up all the other monsters, and so you're going to have to explore and solve puzzles and also find the pages of this book in order to trap them in the book again. That sounds pretty cool. So this is Goosebumps Dead of Night. And we also have the reveal trailer up on NintendoReport.com as well, so check that out. This is coming out, I guess, uh, over the summer, is that right? Yes. Awesome. All right, moving along, we have uh, Captain Tsubasa, uh, Ryan's of New Champions release date, which is what? 
this is going to be out on August 27th in Japan and August 28th worldwide. And if you're in Europe, you have not one, but four different special editions that oh you my can gosh. pick from if you don't just want the standard edition. <laughs> Europe does love soccer, or I should, I should say football, so I guess I can kind of see why that is, I guess. I don't know. Interesting. <laughs> but this is an arcade soccer game, so I was looking up with some of the soccer games, too, and there's quite a number of soccer games on Switch as well, in different genres, too, which is, like, kind of yes. cool. So you have arcade, you have sim, you also have a tactical RPG in there, too. That's kind of awesome, so uh, check out this. This is a Captain Tsubasa Rise of New Champions. And that is for the Switch. Awesome. Moving along, what's next, Samantha? So next we have uh, ReZero, The Prophecy of the Throne, which was actually leaked earlier this week and people hmm. thought it was going to be a localization, I believe, of a different game in the series, but it's not. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's a whole new one. <laughs> yeah, this is a, a tactical adventure game with an original story written by the author of the ReZero light novels. And so it's expected to be out uh, this winter. Awesome. Weezer Prophecy of the Throne. Very cool. Then, of course, we have the Xenoblade uh, Chronicles launch trailer up on the site as well. So go to NintendoReport.com to check that out. Do you have this game, Samantha? Did you pick it up? I am waiting for it to arrive. <laughs> oh, cool. Cool. Very nice. You didn't get the uh, Collector Edition, did you? The uh, Definitive Works Edition comes with an art book, and I can't remember. Oh, very nice. Cool. That's part of the reason I, I was tempted to switch to digital so I could get it right away, but I wanted that yeah. definitive works edition. <laughs> that makes sense. Makes sense. Totally. So speaking of Xenoblade Chronicles here, um, at some point we have to get X, right? Keep hoping. I know uh, last year, I think, the head of Monolith Soft said that he would like to bring Xenoblade Chronicles X to the Switch, but that it currently wasn't feasible. So I'm hoping that, you know, with Xenoblade Chronicles 2 doing well, and now hopefully Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition doing well, maybe they'll reevaluate that. And yeah, can be I'm curious. It, it deserves another chance. <laughs> yeah, what did he mean by feasible, I wonder? Like, as far I as manpower goes? Financial? Issue. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. They should do what Wonderful 101 did. <laughs> You know, remaster the game, put it up on uh, one of the uh, funding websites, and take it from there. <laughs> but, Nintendo uh, actually owns Monolith Soft, though, so I don't know. Oh, how true. That yeah. Would work. <laughs> true. Well, I'm sure we'll get it at some point, just not quite right oh, now. Yeah. yeah. All right. A too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, moving along. Last part of our news bites here we have Skeletal Avenger announced. Uh, what is Skeletal Avenger? So this is a roguelite hack and slash game that was just announced and it's going to be out in late 2020 and it's going to have single player but it's also going to have a co-op with up to four players. Wow, very cool. And they're also covering all of the new platforms as well. The new uh, Xbox looks yes. like and P PS5, so that's cool. All right, and that wraps up the news bites for this week. Again, go to nintendoreport.com for all the latest news and information regarding Nintendo. We'll go into our Nintendo Time Portal for this week as well. Samantha, what we have to kick things off for the Time Portal? All right, so we're starting out with May 24th, 2004, which was the release date of uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, the first game in that spin-off series. And there's, I guess, been one of these games per platform, is that right? If I recall correctly? I so. There's certainly been a number of them. 
Yeah. Do we get one on the Switch yet? I don't think so. I was looking, yeah, trying to look that up. I couldn't I find anything for it. Yeah, I don't think so. I know. I remember. I think I reviewed one that was on the 3DS. I can't remember if there's been. Yeah, I, I think it's a Wii U also had one. 3DS one. Yeah. Yeah, I think the 3DS might have might have two of them. I don't recall. I don't quite know. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, no, I guess not. Okay. Huh. Well, it looks like the DS got a few of them, but then there was one on the 3DS and the Wii U. I'm not seeing anything for the Switch, I don't think... Oh, yeah, there it is. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. For some, reason, for some reason, the other one isn't listed with the other one. So, yeah, there was another 3DS one as well. Okay, cool. Very cool. Yeah, this is a pretty popular little series. I kind of like these games a lot, but... Uh, awesome. So, Mario vs. Donkey Kong back in 2004. Moving along, we have one for uh, May 26, 2009. And which one is this? So this is Jake Hunter Detective Story Memories of the Past. And this is the date that it came to North America. And so this trying to figure out where to start this series is confusing because there's <laughs> all these like mobile titles and individual cases and yeah. collected into this collection and that collection. <laughs> so the most confusing part is from what I understand, the original five were brought together in a collection in Japan which was then localized with only the first three cases. <laughs> but then wow. after that, <laughs> they brought it out again for the DS as Memories of the Past, which contained all five cases plus a new sixth case. Jeez. We need to have like a Wikipedia page for all this. It probably is I, actually. <laughs> I know, and even when I look at the Wikipedia page, the Wikipedia page, I'm still not sure that if you get the localized ones, if you'd have all of them or if they're still right. around yes. there. Because so my gosh yeah it's uh some of these games and companies and stuff like that just tough to keep up with <laughs> what's what sometimes <laughs> but speaking of what's what we know this last one for sure and this is uh, may 28th and 30th 2015 splatoon came out on the wii u and uh do you ever play splatoon samantha I haven't. I've been curious about it, but since I'm not much of a multiplayer person, I've been mainly interested in the uh, single-player campaign, and yeah. it just hasn't been enough to convince me that I should get it, since it's such a multiplayer-focused experience. Right, yeah, Splatoon 2, I think, really picked up the single-player aspect to have expanded upon that, especially with the DLC they released afterwards, right. which is almost like a new game, or like 2.5, you could say, for Splatoon, but uh, very cool. I remember seeing the original E3 demo, I think it was, for Splatoon, and... I'm like, this is a really cool game, and it's kind of like the garage crew that kind of puts together for the development team as far as Splatoon goes for Nintendo, and, uh, and I think it's a really cool series, so I'm looking forward to what they do next in the series, but that's really awesome. Splatoon, back in 2015, so five years ago this week. And that wraps up the Nintendo Time Portal for this week as well, Samantha. Uh, anything else here? Kind of a shorter podcast this week, because less news, I guess you could say, but uh, anything you want to talk about or mention this week in the podcast? Oh, well, I heard some, I saw some rumors being posted online, you know, supposed leaks, that sort of thing. This time, not the usual sort of thing, just saying that some big announcements are coming soon. <laughs> so oh, gosh. We'll they seem to be implying that sort of like how uh, Paper Mario was dropped on us without warning. That's yeah. Maybe that sort of thing where it's just going to be a big game suddenly tweeted about or his trailer suddenly uploaded. So we'll see if it comes true. It would be nice. But again, it's just a sort of unsubstantiated, yeah, I, I there's stuff coming. Right, yeah, I think we spoke last week about this too, about how, 
you know, with the pandemic going on, how Nintendo might just drop a few bigger pieces around E3 timeframe. So maybe that is the case in the scenario that will take place, but we'll see in the coming week or two here. And I also wanted to mention what's with the um, Nintendo posting all of these Paper Mario things with like kind of the Metroid themes going on with it. Did you see the late recent tweets or two that we have from Nintendo? Also, there was more. I know there was the thing at the very end of the trailer. I'm not sure if there was more, but people are talking about like what is, what is this exactly? They're like making more of a guess, more of than what it really is, maybe or something. <laughs> There's a lot of discussion going yeah, about seen, Metroid. I've seen everything from uh, people <laughs> assuming that this is 100% a tease for either Metroid yeah. Prime 4 news coming soon or the Metroid Prime trilogy being released now, to people saying. Yeah, it's just a cute little Metroid reference. <laughs> or they just trolling, <laughs> you know, <laughs> one of those things. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Samantha. Thank you. And that wraps up this edition of the Nintendo Chit Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie Ray. Thanks for listening and watching. We'll see you back here next time.